What's up, guys? Uh, Nox DM here. I got with me uh, Noah playing Wheatley. Yep, I'm Noah A. I'm playing Wheatley, the Gift Bloodhunter. Uh, Wheatley was orphaned at a young age and taken in by the Kiro Knight Academy, where he learned how to hone both his mind and his body to hunt down the aberrant creatures of the Astral Sea. Uh, now an eight-foot-tall, hippo-headed quartermaster, Wheatley travels the stars and hoping, learning more about his people. All right, uh, we got Nathan. Uh, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Tanel Magrin, a uh, astral elf divination wizard. Uh, he's got mommy issues. All right, mommy issues. Yeah. And then we have other Noah. Uh, yeah, I'm Noah H. Um... And I'm playing Elias. Uh, is the mic picking me up, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I'm playing Elias, an astral elf who was essentially raised um, by the military order of the nearby capital. Um, and sort of to that end, has ended up coming to the Kiranite Academy to sort of get a chance to get away from it all and expand his horizons a little bit before eventually going home. Sounds good. And then we also have uh, Ellis playing Maka, the Tortle Barbarian. However, as you'll see, he's not here, and there's a reason for that, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But to jump in, you guys have just been given your last mission before you graduate, graduate the Academy. Currently, you are all setting forth to the ships, and there are instructions for you there. When you reach the ship, uh, you see a little, like, envelope, kind of the kind that they use, like, at award ceremonies, where you flip it up and you see um, that it just lists coordinates, and just tells you to go on. Alrighty, well, I suppose we hop on up to the ship. Yeah, I... Uh... I start heading to my uh, my little throne. Your little your little throne, yeah. Yeah, I'll start looking around to find something similar to the little um, like tablet slash like clipboard thing we had last time. Yeah, it all looks the same. Okay. Maka's not here with us, right? Correct. Um, you see that he's not there. Uh, but. On the um, little, like, placard, uh, it says that uh, one crew member has been taken from each crew, and part of the mission is to rescue them. Oh my. So we'll have to navigate without him. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey guys. Yeah. Who's gonna tell me where to go? Um, well, I, I can, I can, you'll be fine. Yeah, alright, okay. okay. I mean, how lost can we really get? I don't Very? know. I can, I can get pretty lost. I mean, I would argue very, but you know. It's fine, Maka will just, uh... Like, call out to us. And we'll yeah. 
All right. Um, <laughs> so I sent you guys the ship's character sheet. Yeah. Uh, this is Cure Knight Vessel 72. Because you guys were in Bay 72. And as you kind of like connect to it, Nathan, you get a sense of what the ship will look like. And it is a standard looking Cure Knight Academy ship with a base model of a space galleon. So it looks kind of like a typical three mast, three sail ship. The kind that like Christopher Columbus would have used, like that age of ship bearing. Yeah, like Santa Maria. Yeah, the Santa, Pinta, Maria, all that. And then it has the number 72 painted on the side of it. Uh, it is a purple color with a few nebulas that seem to decorate the base areas of the hull. Uh, and the paint job looks like it has a few scratches and places that it's been worn off. Uh, not super new, not super old, just kind of used, like the typical school supplies you'd get from a school. And it looks all the pretty much the same as all the other ones that are owned by the Kiranet Academy. You see that it has a left and right ballista and then a mangonel at the back. Mangonel is like a trebuchet catapult type of mm. deal. And so since you don't have your um, navigator here, you're gonna somebody's going to have to roll a d20 for me and use the ship's navigate skill. So this goes off of like the ship's skill, not our skill? Correct. This is going to go off of the ship's AI and see how well it can help you find that and how long it takes. So you're going to roll uh, 2d6s and then add two. Okay, I can do that if you like. I got a one and a four, so five plus two is seven. Okay, seven. Not a bad roll, not super great either. But with a 7, you know, it's going to take just an average amount of time, nothing too special. But it's not also going to hold you up. Uh, let's see. I think that's all we would have to do for that. Um, so, you put the coordinates in, it gives you essentially a designation, designated path that you should take. You feel like maybe if Maka was here, you would have gotten faster there faster as somebody who would be specialized in navigation rather than just a base AI. But I need somebody to roll a D100 for what you would encounter during your trip. I, uh, I think the captain should be the I first. Agree. Sure. Here, give me one sec. I'm going to get dice. D100? Yes, roll me a D100. Understood. He's finding a hundred dice right now. Yeah, exactly. A <laughs> hundred D1s. <laughs> uh-huh. The most That's D2s. And then you add up all the ones and you don't do anything with the zeros. It's binary. That's just 50 coins. 25 D4s. True. Okay, an even 80. An even 80. All right, what is this? Ah, as you guys are, you know, sailing past, 
originally you're going into like the hyperspeed that the ship can do when it's just traveling, not really trying to not run into anything, like a clear shot. And it suddenly like slows down. Uh, and you guys see off, like right in front of the ship, maybe off to the right a little bit, is a giant floating crystal obelisk just in the middle of space on like a chunk of asteroid, essentially. So an obelisk like... Like Washington Monument sized. Okay, uh, I don't know if I would know anything about this. Would I need like a history roll or something? I don't yeah, know. You give me a history roll. Can I, uh, I can't, I can really aid him in this. I'm actually good at this. Okay, I got an 18. An 18? Um, yeah. So while you might not know exactly where this obelisk came from, you do know that a lot of these were essentially outposts during the first, like, space-sparing times. And these outposts typically would be, like, storerooms or, like, interference or might have information on stuff. Alright, crew. I think we ought to check that out. Yeah, I'll stop next to the obelisk. I'm not going in, though. I'm staying on the ship. Okay. I'm down to... I mean, we can take a look. Uh, do you have any idea what this might do, Wheatley? Well, I don't know the specifics until we like take a closer look, but I would... Imagine that there's either some data or supplies there for us to uncover. Fair enough. Alright, I'll, uh, I'll pull the ship up and, and dock it, or find a place to just, you know, have it hover. Gotcha, yeah. You're able to do that just easily, kind of like pull up to the side of it and it's not really moving. But so the other two, you guys go in, and I want you guys to give me perception checks as you walk in. A perception check. Plus zero. Okay. <gasps> I got a nat 20. Oh, damn. Okay. I got a 15. 15 and a nat 20. Very nice. Uh, you see that there's a doorway, and it seems to be unlocked and kind of just open. Nice. I suppose we should uh, check that out. I agree. Um, I'll go up and open, or like, I guess if it's open enough to like slip through, do that. If it's not, it's just like open enough to walk straight through. Okay. Oh, okay. Wheatley, you you do have to duck a little bit. That's fair. But you're able to like fit in there all all right. Nice. Uh, and you see there's kind of... As you walk in, it looks a lot smaller. You get the sense that maybe it's some sort of illusion magic, or that the spire takes up more space than the actual room does inside it. Interesting. Uh, but inside it, it seems to be some sort of control room. Like the control room of like a ship or? Yes, but it would be more of a primitive ship. 
interesting. Um, hmm. Alright, I'll go tell Tan when we find a new ship. It's a good idea. <laughs> uh, but seriously, should we... Uh, I want to push the buttons. I feel like that's a little dangerous. I think you're right. But... Can I, like, look around closer at some of the controls and just, like, try to get an idea of, like, what maybe happened to this or, like, why it's out here? Yeah, you can give me an investigation check. Okay. All right, that's a solid four. <laughs> I don't know shit. Well, there are certainly a lot of buttons on the panels, but you don't really know what they do. I don't know how to pilot a ship. Well, I don't either, so maybe we should get our pilot. Yeah, maybe we we just run this by him first. I suppose we should we'll yeah. head on out back to the ship. Yeah. Yeah, you guys get back to the ship. Tannel's just sitting in the chair still, I imagine. Yeah, I've just kind of chilling, you know. Uh, I actually would have been... Is there a, like, um, a some kind of yeah. intercom system? Yeah, a bathroom. Uh, some, like, intercom system or some way uh, to communicate with the crew throughout the ship? Uh, so you don't have to do anything special for that because you're the pilot and, like, the spell jammer. You're essentially connected to the ship. Okay. You can see here, and there are speakers throughout the ship, so you could just kind of talk, and they'll hear you. Okay. Cool. When uh, when they get back, you uh, you guys find anything cool? Anything interesting? Useful? It looked like it was a ship. There were buttons, and I am walking out of the ship. <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, the second you remove the crown, it kind of like powers down a little bit. It's still floating and everything, so it's not like it's, you know, just sinking or floating in space, but it's not... It's not on. So, uh, like, what kind of... What do you mean ship? This looks like a tower. This is an obelisk. You gotta go inside. Yes. And also, I have never piloted one of these, so we could be wrong. But I've never piloted anything, so I could definitely be wrong. Yeah, there were buttons and, like, a room. That doesn't sound like it. Let's, let's just, yeah, well, let's go. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and I'll sort of guide him, I guess, to the room we found mm -hmm. uh, yes. you get in there it looks fairly familiar to Tannel but you know definitely like an antiquated outdated system yeah I'll just start looking around and start trying to figure anything out yeah roll me an investigation check with advantage That is 
investigation a 24. Okay. That's a high number. All right. Yeah, you pretty much know anything you want to do with this. You can figure it out. It seems like it doesn't have a connected power source. But you do kind of know where that would be, if it would be there. Uh, And it's going to be on the back of the tower. Okay, so I think I've, I've got it pretty figured out. Uh, there's no power on, though. There should be uh, a source, like, in the back. Uh, I don't know how much of this place you guys actually looked into and explored. Uh, not too much. We just kind of walked in and realized, you know, it looks like something you'd know more about. Yeah. Yeah, there should be a way to turn all this on in the other direction. Uh, do you guys want me to come with you there? You want me to stay here and, and try to um, get this going? Up to you. Is this something we want to turn on? I have no idea. Wheatley, you're the one that, that knew more, seemed to know a little bit about this, but it's a um, ship, but it's not a ship. Yeah, I mean, I can go check the back and see if there's any power source. Do you want to go with him while I I mean, you can if you like. Hopefully there's nothing that would endanger me too much. I'll follow just in case. Makes sense. Uh, You walk out and kind of go around to the back side and there's definitely a panel where Tannel said it would be. Okay, I like flip it up or open or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you flip it open and you see there are these like interesting looking, almost look like batteries, but they're still crystal. They're very like long tubes, kind of like the light bulbs that, like the big like long light bulbs that they have for like schools and stuff. I don't know, Wheatley. I don't think you would necessarily have any particular sense of this but Elias would it seems to be humming like it could store like magic or something would I have any idea what that something that it's waiting for is roll me an arcana check okay oh decent roll 18 an 18 yeah um you kind of gather and figure out that with your old just knowledge of being a captain, that these older ships sometimes ran on spell power. That's why they got the name Spell Jammer. So you get the sense that these batteries would be magic storing, essentially. Okay. And there could be other uses for them other than just a battery, or there might not be. You're not too sure. I will relay this information to Wheatley. And, uh, so. Are the batteries currently empty, or? Yeah, they're all empty. So my thought process at the moment is, well, we could try to fill them up 
though I'm not quite sure what that process would be like. Would I know if like casting spells on them or something would allow us to fill them? Yes. Yeah. Like Essentially, it would. you would um, hold it in your hand and okay. cast a spell into it. Uh, doesn't matter what spell, more matters what level of spell. And then that just gets, like, that magic energy gets stored in there. Okay. Yeah, so me and Tano could either use some spells and you know, fire these up a little bit or um, or we could just pocket these or we could do both and fire them up and then if we don't end up doing much with the ship, pocket them, maybe? I feel like... That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I feel like if we don't take the ship, we might as well just take the batteries. Could be yeah. to have. Um, but maybe... Are the are the batteries something that I can like easily like take out and move? Um, in a sense, I mean they're not like secured in there. Once you got the panel open, but they're not necessarily like, you know, like a typical thing you could fit in your pocket. You'd have to like carry them with your like hands and arms. Okay, and how many are there? Two, three. There are. Let's see. There are two. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, so I just... could probably carry them back if that's what we wanted to end up doing. I was going to bring them over to Tannel and get his opinion, but I also could just, like... I could just put some juice in both of them. I say go for it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and you said it doesn't really matter which spell is getting cast, just that a yeah, spell is getting cast? It's the level right. of the spell that's more effective it's like of it. basically absorbing a slot, right? Yeah, that's what I gathered. So I'm gonna use both of my spell slots, one on each. Um, so each one's gonna have a second level spell slot in it. Gotcha. And uh, so when when Elias sort of does that, I assume you'll probably see something like along the lines of like ice sort of collect at like his palm as he starts to cast mm -hmm. and then i assume it just sort of goes into the battery yeah just you kind of hold it in your hand and it just you know exactly what you said and then the battery just absorbs it and starts like slowly like throbbing with the energy like it's like flashing very slowly um, so with just the one two-level slot in each, does it seem like we'll be able to turn it on? You'd have to plug them in and find out. Um, I will do that. Gotcha. Uh, you put it in after you did that, and it, uh, Tano, you see the panel turn on for like two minutes, and then it just drains. Ooh. Oh. Um, when it turns on, I would have started like hidden buttons oh yeah you get the sense that uh this was abandoned for a reason because it's not a reliable source but with one of the buttons you hit you see um another kind of like room opens up like a door on the other side and through that door you see that there are quite a bit of just materials in there that have been collected I would have, when the door opened, I would have gone, I'd go and, and check it out. 
you would see there is about maybe 12 gold pieces kind of lying in a stack. Nice. Uh, and the rest just seem like weird rocks, like asteroid parts, moon rocks. Nothing that would be particularly, like, you know, valuable, just like regular rocks that you'd find outside. I will take a couple rocks. Makes sense. Souvenirs, at the least. 12 gold points and a couple rocks. Cool. When the when the power turns off, I'd probably start heading and looking for the uh, the power room. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you kind of go out and meet them right at the door, the you know entrance inside. Something you guys did worked, and then it stopped working. Um, I filled the batteries, and yeah. I assume they probably. If I look at them, are they empty again? Yeah. And now they're not filled. What batteries? I'll point. What do you, you fill them with? What? With your magic, cast a spell. Oh, okay. So we're taking them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if we're done playing in the ship, I th- I'd say we pocket them. Yeah, we yeah. should probably take them. It doesn't seem like the ship's using the energy very efficiently. Yeah, yeah. I would say yeah, that. It just took all the energy I had and burned it in two minutes. I uh, I found some rocks and some I found some gold and I'll I'll hand each of them three gold. Nice. Thank you. I, um... Thank you, Tanel. Uh, yes, let's get these batteries. And uh, we are still uh, trying to save Maka. So, yeah, we shouldn't stay here yeah, too long. We should, we should save our friend. Don't know what the, the time crunch on that is. Mine's he's got a shell. Yeah, he's fine. I'll get him his gold when we save him, and he'll be yeah. grateful. Um, I'll take. If nobody else goes to pick them up, I'll just sort of take them under each arm. I don't know how easy that would be for Elias, but... Uh, Tano, you said that you showed them the rocks, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, As you're kind of, you know, you guys are all walking back to the ship, uh, you hear a voice, Elias, kind of in the back of your head. Oh. Yeah? Elias. I'm assuming this is... Is this something I'm familiar with? Yeah, this is... Apropos standard for you know. yeah yeah oh and he'll sort of respond vocally because he doesn't give a shit <laughs> oh, what's up yeah yeah I got you I hear I'm all ears go take some of those rocks from um do I have to take them from him or no okay um Wheatley you're big and strong right. I sure am. I need you to hold these for a second, real quick. Alrighty, and I'll just grab... And Elias will fucking dead sprint into the room with the rocks. Uh, while that happens, I turn to Tan, I'm like, well, that was weird. Who's he talking to? I don't, I don't know. 
Maybe maybe he got like short circuited when all that juice was stolen. Is he fit to be our captain? Uh, that's a good question. Is he alright? I mean, I haven't known him too too long, but he seems alright. This is just weird. I don't. He's. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So what is it? Once I get to that room, um. Oh, I guess we'll just. Should I just um? Does it matter which ones? Pick out the biggest. And okay. The most round. Sure. Uh, he'll look for the biggest and most round rocks and. Just sort of for good measure, because, you know, this is his buddy. Um, he'll get more than he thinks he needs. Um, just fill his bag as much as possible with these rocks. There are five of the larger ones. Okay. And well, how are they to just... fit the description? Like okay. large, round rocks? Okay. I'm going to figure out how to add this to my character sheet. Um, well... Other descriptors were sort of given for them? Uh, they just look like rocks. That's okay. it. Just random rocks. Alright, and you guys board the ship again, I presume? Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to ask Elias about what that was. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Elias, sir, are you are you doing all right? Uh, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. In fact, I'm doing really good, actually. I mean, you just seemed really enthusiastic about those rocks. Yeah, we're on an asteroid. You could just like grab a handful of rocks on the ground. I think those ones are really important. Can I can I ask why? You ever have a gut feeling about something? Oh, I have gut feelings about lots of things. Yeah, it's sort of like that. Except All sometimes... Right. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, right? Sure, I'm just I'm just looking out for you, buddy. Yeah, um... Trust me, that... It happens sometimes. Um, I'm very easily excited. Is all. All right. Those were some nice rocks he found. Um. Yeah, and you know they. And he'll start like looking at the big round ones that he got. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what this is going to be used for, but I'm sure I'll need this in the future. All right, I I trust you. Yes, I I haven't been led astray yet. Yet. All right. Uh, You guys board the ship. It takes another two days going through hyperspace before you slow down again, and you are in front of a planet. It seems like you guys aren't in the same system as you would usually be. 
Uh, and I want everyone to give me a history check. History. <laughs> Two. Yikes. Oh. I got a 24. 11. Uh, Wheatley, you would know this is Kironaut, the original home planet. And especially being at the Academy for so long, you would know that the typical final mission is to go to Kironaut, rescue, you know, a member of your crew, then find something else there, usually. Interesting. All right, I'll just turn to my, my new compatriots and be like... All right, we're here. I suppose this is where we um, leave the ship and go find Maka. Do we have specific instructions on where to find Maka? Uh, I will check the thing to see if it says anything more other than find Maka. Uh, you pull out your pad and doesn't say anything, but... Once you got there, you do, you know, it does show up with the thing of uh, sort of like a tracker where it has three dots in one location and then the fourth dot in a very separate location. I think Maka might be this fourth dot. That would make sense. And then we're the three, obviously. Yeah. So I guess we'd just sort of go that direction. Sounds about right. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll dock the ship. Also, would it be safe to assume that we have gotten a short or a long rest in the time? Yeah, it's been a few days. Okay, cool. Also, could I just like ask, like, what does the plan actually look like? Like, is it a certain color or anything? Um. So, previously, the uh, planet would have been nice you know, green, blue, sort of like Earth. Uh, but ever since, you know, the planet was deciding to not work anymore, it was like crumbling and all that. It had, it's kind of like the brown, just mm. like a desert, essentially. Okay. Cracked Earth, just uninhabitable. Breaking off in pieces. Alright, I will need somebody to give me a survival check to track and use the pad and everything correctly. If uh, if any of you are confident in that, you can, but if not, I guess I will. I have a, a plus two. <laughs> That's better something. Than me at it. I am less confident than that as well. <laughs> Alright, I'll... Make an attempt. A ten. Alright. Middle of the road, kind of... You're able to. It's not super easy, but, you know, you're able to follow the path and everything. And... It's going to take you about... About a week to walk... Or not a week, sorry. Eight hours... I messed up my time scales. Uh, it's going to take you about eight hours to walk there. So a full day. Um, 
And does anybody want to go on watch as you're walking or just walk? Go on watch as in like... Like scouting ahead. Seeing if there's anybody, anything in waiting for you or anything like that. Uh, I'm not sure if Elias would necessarily be scouting ahead, but he'd definitely be like keeping his eyes peeled just to make sure like nothing's creeping up on us or... Gotcha, yeah. Uh, give me a perception check. Six. Six. Okay. You guys walk for a little while. Everything's kind of like chill, relaxed. And then, kind of out of the blue, uh, you see three figures rise from the ground. Like, out of the ground? Yeah, yeah. Okay. One second. You see these three kind of, um, they look like people made of earth, honestly. And they kind of just roll out of the ground. They roll out of the ground? You'd like kind of rise out of the ground, I suppose. Oh, okay. Term. Do they seem hostile? Uh, they're kind of just standing there as guards right now. Uh, Wheatley will do like a little wave. Like... Who are you? Well, we're just here looking for a friend. Nobody comes to this planet anymore. We did. I and see that. So, I mean, we... I don't think we want any trouble. Honest, we're just... We really are just looking for a friend. Clever story. It's not a story if it's true. Well, where is your friend? I'll look at the thing. It's been about six hours, or I'd say seven, probably closer to seven, so he's fairly close. He's, um, he's right around here, um. I don't know. I don't know you, so I'm not gonna tell you where exactly he is. But honestly, look, I'm unarmed. We don't want any trouble. We just want to get our friend and get out. Hmm. I see. Now, if we were to let you pass, or help you, what would we get in return? I've got some rocks. They're important, don't give them up. I have my own rocks. Yes, I know, but but what if yours are important too? Um, y- y- sure, Tannel's got some rocks. Um, 
You'd have my gratitude? Your gratitude means nothing. Uh, well, that's... I think it's... Okay. Let me see these rocks. Oh, I'll take one out and step forward and just kind of, like, hold it up to them. Uh, the middle one kind of takes it and it's examining it. And he goes, one rock's acceptable for each of you. Alright, I'll hand him two more rocks. What are those rocks? They are rocks not from this planet. You just like rocks? Nice. I'm made out of earth. If I incorporate things from out of this planet, that makes me stronger. Well, you apparently like rocks too, Elias. So. I, true, I do like rocks. That's pretty cool. This is one of the benefits of being an earth elemental. Rocks make us powerful. You see, they, the other two just start kind of like chanting rocks. Rocks, 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 rocks. Rocks, rocks, rocks. He gets it. They pick up a little, like, they kind of, like, take a rock off of their shoulder and give it to Wheatley. <laughs> Thank you. It means a lot. I'll cherish it forever. Hopefully it makes you stronger as well. I'm sure it will. Hmm. They kind of, like, look at each other, and the... Two that haven't been speaking other than chanting rocks kind of just meld back into the earth. And then the one that was talking goes, All right. Oh, you may pass. Thank you for your contribution. Thank you for um, letting us peacefully sort of resolve this. Yes, we are not as unreasonable as the air elementals. Or perhaps the fire or water elementals. I assume we'll sort of just walk past once they let us through? Yeah, yeah. I turn to the other two and kind of like quietly tell them, Alright, so we gave them three rocks, but they gave me one rock. So we actually only paid two rocks. <laughs> so that's kind of a win. I'm not going to get into rock economy. I'm not... Good for you. I'm you don't so want to get into happy. the economy? Your economy. The rock market? <laughs> the rock market's crashing, bro. Dude, it's already <laughs> crashing. <laughs> the rock market's dust, bro. True. The free rock exchange. Alright, that's enough jokes. <laughs> like they were jokes, you're just saying econ terms with rockets <laughs> with <the> them. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Um, so, you guys have the next little hour trek, and uh, you get up to a sort of cave, and you can see Maka inside. Does he look, like, trapped? Uh, yeah, I'd say he's in a cage, like, bound and everything. Does it look like something that we'd be able to relatively easily get him out of? Yeah, yeah, from, like, at least the distance you guys are at, it does. 
Um, and does it look does like there are like, like... any guards or anything? Yeah. Uh, not that you can see. It does seem to be lit with like torches and braziers, though. Um, so if you guys want to wait a few minutes, I can uh, I can build up a buddy and uh, and send it in. Build up a buddy. Yeah, I got I got Roger. I'd like to meet Roger. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um. While he's building up Roger, I will also summon my weapon. Mm-hmm. Just just in case something goes down. Yeah. Yeah. I'll so. take ten minutes and ritually cast on Seems oh, Okay, so in those ten minutes, Wheatley's gonna make some tea and drink it while he's waiting. You know what? You go for it, Wheatley. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cool. Uh, I'll uh, finish ritual casting, and. Uh, are we guys? Are we good? I'm gonna I'm gonna send them in, and see if there's any traps or anything. I'll just have them go try to open or unbound Maka. What does Roger look like? Uh, uh he's, he's unseen. unseen. So. Oh, okay. That's yeah. an unseen server. I, I missed that. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I like to think he has a nice little uh, butler outfit on though. Nice. An invisible butler outfit, or is like that part of the <laughs> spell? No, like it's invisible. Oh, okay. And you like, dress that's just up how the I unseen him. servant. I mean, and I think it's just floating yeah, clothes. Yeah. That's real fancy events, though. I'll, uh, I'll let people see him. Yeah, I'll, I'll send Roger in. All right. What does Roger do when he walks in? I was just having him walk straight to Maka and try to uh, free him. Okay. Uh, he walks in, and just because of the limits of Unseen Servant, he can't really do much. But he seems to be able to get Tamaka just fine. Well, it doesn't seem there are any traps that Roger can set off. Uh, can you like see through Roger? Is it like find familiar? Uh, I don't think so. I just like know when the spell's up. I think I'll find it real quick. Invisible, mindless, shapeless force that performs simple tasks at your command until the spell ends. Uh, has ten AC, one hit point, a strength of two, and it can't attack. It can do simple things such as fetching things, cleaning, mending, folding clothes, lighting fires, serving food, and pouring wine. And it does the best of its ability to come fulfill the command. Uh, okay, it has a range of 60 feet. Would he have left that range? Uh, Maka is just about on the edge of that range. Okay. Um... I'll ask Roger to try to open the door if there's a door to the cage. Uh, it is locked. Okay. Cool. I'll have Roger do like a zigzag out of the cave and just like cover as much area as, as he can to see if there's anything else that he sets off. Yeah, doesn't seem like he's setting anything off. 
Do you guys want to? Yeah, we can go ahead. We can go check this out. I think. Should we yell out to Maka to make sure he's he's there? He's like him. Well, if there are any other, you know, creatures around, I wouldn't want them to hear us. That's fair. Uh, I'm gonna send Maka a message. With the message spell? Yes, with the message cantrip. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the message you're sending? Uh, hey man, you good? Yeah. You cast it, and you hear it comes back, and he's like, just says, I mean, I'm trapped, but good. Otherwise. You, uh, I'll send another one. Do you know about any danger around you? Anything we should we should know about before we come in and get you? Not that I know of. And I'll turn to to. He's all good. Good enough for me, at least. Yeah. All right. Um, if nobody else sort of like leads, I'll start sort of walking forward. Yeah, I would be waiting for Elias to to take the lead. And As you guys fun. all walk in, the kind of cave behind you seems to just like gloss over and is shut behind you. Huh. Well, that's interesting. And as you walk in, you see uh, creatures from the torches and braziers start to come out, and there is two little gremlin-looking magma creatures. Uh, And then there's one other kind of like dwarf person kind of looking thing but it has think of like a male lion's mane it has a fiery mane around its head and then it has a hammer that's on fire and a shield Ooh. and it kind of just like yells at you and then i need everyone to give me a perception check first 18 15. Tanel and Elias, you both see that around his neck there is a, you know, metal cord with a string. I cannot talk. A metal chain with a key on it. I think we have to kill the big one. That's where we're going to end the session. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well... Join us next week to see if they defeat the fire or if the fire defeats them. Hopefully they don't get burned. All right, I'm Knox. I'm Noah A. I'm Noah H. I'm Nathan. All right, we'll see you around.